Okay, so thank you, uh, Ellen, for joining me today. And today I will talk about like three news. The first one is um, freethink.com, freethink.com. Uh, and the title is called VR Aeromat, it's like Aeroman therapy might be coming to a headset near you. So yeah, before we talked about some, um, some VR headset, and they integrate with sand, right? Even though we still don't know how everything works, but it seems like you can program some certain sense and to stim stimulate the part inside your brain. So it will arouse that feelings that you smell the grass, you smell the ocean, you smell, you know, some part of stuff. So um, uh, in this article, yeah, this article was written by JC, uh, Damien, uh, uh, Damien, uh, yeah, so, yeah, so I think in this article, it talks about um, um, the smell or vision, uh, smell or vision, uh, the history of it, uh, yeah, so if you look at, if you scroll down and look at one of the videos, it's very interesting that actually during the war time, right, first war, second war, uh, we all know that movie start you know, movie industry start, you know, boosting because people, you know, after that intensive life in during the war time, then people want to relax, right? After the war, people want to relax. So a lot of people start doing a lot of experiment stuff, including putting scents inside movie theater. And it seems like a lot of um, people start, you know, the pioneers start creating it. But later on, because people, right, uh, after movie and the TV uh, start being invented and people watch TV, uh, they, uh, they kind of still want to integrate the scent in when people watch TV, for example, they, they, um, if you see uh, the video, it seems like the, the movie producer or TV show producer, they, they gave people a bunch of sheet and putting some sense and label the number. So when you watch the uh, TV shows and you can smell each scent and correspond to the scene uh, you see, but it's still to, you know, uh, the history of, you know, sand integrate with visual and audio is still like, you know, pretty uh, disconnected uh, during that time. But um, right now it seems like um, uh, by bringing sand, back to VR, uh, it uh, will definitely help us to, you know, to feel more and immerse more. And also like um, there's a um, professional term called virtual therapeutics. So which means that um, it, uh, by smell, uh, smell different sense, it can uh, kind of integrate uh, your body, my thoughts, and also your well-being beings. And uh, um, there's another news talked about that uh, some um, researchers uh, and the scientists are trying to, you know, use VR to reduce the passions, uh, take kind of like a replace people taking like chronic medicine. So, uh, you know, like those part is kind of being studied and also sent is um, a very important part 
Um, yeah, so uh, smell is a factor that can create a truly human experience in virtual reality. Yeah, so yeah, so I think this is a very interesting um, post. And if you can, if you have time to watch the videos, I think a video is, is very interesting and talks about the film history and uh, integrate with scent and also uh, the, the uh, TV TV, like how people kind of use sense integrate with the TV show they watch. So I, I find this uh, article is very interesting. Yeah, any thoughts, comments, Evan? Um, yeah, I think I saw a post on this uh, the other day, and I know we've talked about this in the past, and um, definitely smell is one of the you know senses that are missing typically in a VR AR kind of experience, but. But you know, we mentioned before the the more senses that you can involve in a, in a you know virtual uh, kind of experience, um, it, it just makes it more realistic, more believable to the person. So um, it's definitely exciting technology. It, <laughs> it's just like a blockchain. I'm not sure I understand how it works exactly technically yes. speaking. But yeah, if you could conjure up some of these smells, um, some type of electronic format. Um, it really does uh, kind of expand the, the possibilities as far as the interactive experience and, and just getting the person to better believe what they're in, you know seeing. Um, but uh, also, like you were mentioning, the um, the ability to use it in kind of a therapeutic situation because I know the aromatherapy um, you know topic is is there. You know, smelling different smells kind of makes you relax more, makes you potentially concentrate better and there's different you know things for it so if you could make those in a virtual environment you know i can imagine it could be used for a therapeutic uh, application as well which is kind of interesting so yeah very very cool yeah and uh, um yeah I, I think last month uh, i was looking for um an apartment and the reason why I rent my current apartment is because they put some you know they they use the the sand they put some, you know, smell really good, like from Hawaii scents, and then put, uh, you know, um, a plug into the plug, and then, you know, uh, I think they put two. And when I, when I was in my apartment, I smell much better, and I saw, every, I, I don't know, when I smell it, I feel like everything is much better. So that's why I, 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 I lease this this apartment just because the sand. When I went in and I find out that the same, the, everything smells good. When I smells good, I feel much happier. But when I went to other apartment, they didn't put the sand in. And then I just feel like, oh, it's just a normal apartment, even though, you know, like, yeah. So it, it, it's just like a little bit stuff kind of upgrade, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, it makes a huge difference. Uh, I know when I go to the beach, I just love the smell of the, you know, the beach, the fresh air. Um, yeah, and also too, like when you go to the restaurants or you go to the mall, like you can smell kind of the, you know, the food from the restaurants and it kind of entices you to want to, you know, buy something. So uh, it, it's definitely a huge, it's one of those kind of subconscious senses, I think, in a way. It's like something that you don't necessarily pay a lot of attention to, um, unless it's a little overwhelming, but it can definitely influence your behavior, um, probably more so without you knowing it, uh, than other senses, I think. But, um, but yeah, it's going to be great in virtual reality. I think it's uh, definitely got some great applications there. Yeah. I can imagine, you know, going through a virtual mall, 
potentially like shopping mall um, or some type of experience like at a retail store. Uh, and then having the ability to put in different smells, like a perfume company, maybe, or, you know, a food company advertising new types of, you know, foods and stuff. So, yeah, it's pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think um, scent can really upgrade the uh, kind of like our sense to to feel it's real or immerse. Yeah, like let us immerse more. Yeah, okay. The second news is um, TechCrunch.com, and the title is called "Art Apps Sketch AR to Allow Artists to List Their Artworks on NFT Marketplace uh, Directly." So this article was written by Mike Butcher. So yeah, so um, the summary about this article is that, um, so pretty much there's a, an app called Sketch AR. They use, um, you know, like NFT, right? Like they allowed uh, the artists to take photos uh, and the, photo, uh, the, the AI inside the software will turn it into, you know, different effect, right? For example, like a sketch like or some different, um, you know, um, uh, visual effects. Effects. So uh, this one is uh, allowing uh, the artist to, to create arts directly through the Sketch AR app. And by doing that, they can turn it into an NFT art and start selling it. And then uh, it seems like um, there are a bunch of, uh, like, um, according to nonfungible.com, more than $2 billion was spent on NFT during the first quarter of 2021. So it's kind of like a big market. And uh, right now, the Sketch AR, they have roughly 50 million artists globally but fewer than 10% are able to make it their primary source of income. So pretty much uh, in short, this, um, this app, Sketch AR, is that you can download it. And then it has the app allows artists to create, to take a photo and create art um, just right on the app and then start selling. Once they finish it, they can sell and in exchange of, you know, like, um, 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 cryptocurrency yeah and then they can you know pay for their feel or something i just heard that i forgot which country they just officially announced bitcoins uh, um you know to be one of their official currency or something so i i yeah so this is very interesting article and for me i i think i don't know just take a photo and turn it into art and start selling I feel like then if everyone can do it, then like all the artists, they like they spend so much time in training themselves. But, you know, this can be replaced by AI or something. Is that I don't know. I just feel like the original concept of art is probably will be become like, you know, fast art, like fast food, fast fashion. Everything will cheapen down or something. I don't know. It's just. There are a lot of stuff to discuss. Like, what what do you think of this news, Alan? Yeah, I, I, I'm seeing that the NFT thing is definitely growing in, in popularity and usage, and and it, 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 
pretty much like we've talked about before with the uh, blockchain technology in general. Uh, it's just it's interesting to me to see how it's being utilized um, uh, more and more in different applications. And, and and again, it's still very kind of mysterious as to how it works. But uh, um, but yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's again fascinating. You know the different applications that uh, people are coming up with uh, for it. Um, and you know as far as relevancy uh, in the value of you know how it's being accessed you know, again it's 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 one of those things that are just hard to understand um you know china i, I think kind of cracked down on you know uh, using cryptocurrency or being able to mine it i think it was uh, but then some yeah some of the other countries i think it was south america central america i'm forgetting the, the country but I, I did see that the other day where um they were allowing you know bitcoin to be used as a currency within the country so those are definitely great steps towards making it more legitimate um but you know it is tough when just one news article comes out and all of a sudden they either raise the value or drops the value significantly uh, so so it's still kind of interesting to watch but um but yeah i i, I definitely um i uh, you know encourage the, the the different uses of it you know trying to figure it out so yeah, and by NFT, it seems like it can ensure that uh, the artist is creating this art on their own, not really uh, stealing from other people. So it's also secure that this is an original uh, art. Yeah, so yeah, I, I mean, for me, it's all new. And just like you said that I, I'm still, yeah, learning that. And as far as I know that uh, South america or africa they don't have a really good payment system or credit card right so uh credit card system because before uh one of the because uh, i have events some some of the events are paid some of the events are free and as for paid uh events uh i think i remember like uh people from africa asked me that hey don we don't have credit card and we don't know how to you know because the payment system, the digital payment system in Africa is not there yet. They still need to build their infrastructure. So yeah, so that's why I think uh, Bitcoins, maybe it's not really in the, you know, like it doesn't really require a big system or a big credit card system uh, to implement. It's more like, you know, like the, the car, as long as you have some, you know, <laughs> apps to receive it you can receive bitcoins or cryptocurrency so yeah so i i can see that maybe bitcoins or crypto cryptocurrencies can kind of like you know be one of the uh, main currencies for uh, those countries who hasn't have a really good or a big uh, you know the the credit card or bank systems so yeah so maybe this is a good thing for um those people and for me i'm still learning and yeah just like you said that this is a mysterious for me as well so yeah i still don't know but i think um it's it's great that uh you know people on just the average level are able to utilize some of this technology um and kind of feel more secure about potentially selling their art or you know, kind of working in that environment because 
it is tough. I'm not sure a big company can protect your assets, you know, really well with lawyers and stuff. It's tougher for uh, smaller, either companies or individuals to um, have some of that protection. So, yeah, I think Bitcoin, you know, it is an interesting uh, thing. I think I also, I, I'm using the Coinbase currently to kind of um, play around with uh, using cryptocurrency, or at least investing in it. Yeah. And um, it, it's interesting because that's now allowing more and more people to, to get to understand it, to, to kind of utilize it. Um, and hopefully in the near future, there'll be some type of like a um, PayPal type of oh. you know, app where you could just, you could utilize it with Bitcoin more and more with, uh, you know, different entities. I, make it a little bit easier to transact. So. Yeah, I, I think I, I, I read some news related to cryptocurrency. It seems like a Square and PayPal, two of the companies are, are going to or has already implemented, but I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah Square, uh, Square, hold on, Square, um, Bitcoin. Yeah, because it's very interesting. That would, yeah, that would make sense if, if they were because they're, it's one of those kind of, I guess, systems where people, you know, recognize it for being able to pay, you know, on the internet, but, you know, through different, um, you know, websites and whatnot. So it makes sense to maybe implement a, a cryptocurrency type, you know, component in there as well. But yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah. And it seems like you can buy Bitcoins directly from PayPal app and uh, using your available funds or linked to your debit card or bank account. And also Square, uh, today Square digital wallet customers can buy and sell Bitcoins from their own account. Small business can also accept uh, fractional amounts of Bitcoins as currency for goods and services. Yeah. So it's very interesting that uh, those big um, transaction uh, companies, they are start taking or selling, buying um, um, Bitcoins that, that allows users to do that. So yeah, so yeah, I, I mean, everything is changing. Yeah, and yeah, it's better to, I, I mean, I feel like every time like before I was like, I, I was happy about the concept, but I'm suspicious. But right now, everything since everything is happening, I start wondering that maybe I am too, you know, too narrow or like my mind is too small. You know, yeah. I need to open my mind. So, uh, yeah. you know, it would be, it would make me feel better if there was just Bitcoin and that was all that was out there. And, and yeah, you know, utilize it. But when I go to the Coinbase, Coinbase app, yeah, there, there's a bunch of other cryptocurrencies out there that mm. all have different levels of value and, you know, and you try to figure out why is Ethereum higher than Bitcoin? Yeah, right. right. Now, so I'm investing in Ethereum, not Bitcoin. So yeah, it gets very confusing as to, you know, uh, you know why one over the other, and what what even the difference is between you know, how I would use it, you know, on a daily basis, maybe. So, so yeah, it's uh, it, I'm just kind of learning about it, trying to kind of get on board with the whole thing and figure it out. But uh, yeah, there's there's still a lot of questions to the answer, I think. Yeah, and um, yeah, just like, because I, I, I listened to some podcasts. Um, it seems like Warren Buffett said that if something has its own value, then he will invest. If something like, you know, Bitcoins or something's just currency, it's not even like gold or silver, you know, those stuff is just a currency. So he really don't like to uh, invest. And by the way, he doesn't like to invest something he doesn't he, he didn't know 
So that's why I feel like, yeah, if Warren Buffett said that, then I probably safe to follow. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just too old to, you know, like my mind is old. Yeah, you know, it, it's funny. It's funny you mention that because I feel the same way too. I'm fairly traditional. A lot of things that I do, even though I'm in the XR world where it's like the newest, greatest technology. Yeah. But. But yeah, I mean, I think though that the, the world changes, you know, and even some of the investors like Warren Buffett, who have been around for a long time, don't maybe understand how things are changing, you know, quickly. Like for example, TikTok. Uh, when I first saw that or heard about it, I thought, oh, this is the dumbest thing ever, right? But it's huge right now, and I don't think Warren Buffett could have predicted TikTok being so successful. Yeah. So, so you know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's like there's a lot of knowledge there. But I think as things change and there's just this, you know, brand new technology, brand new things happening, um, maybe, you know, I don't know if he necessarily has the best advice in these areas. So, um, so yeah, who knows? Yeah, it's just, it's a fast changing world we're in right now. Yeah, yeah. For me, because you see AR, VR, there are some practical usages or, you know, like a lot of companies is doing that. Right now, Bitcoins or cryptocurrencies, it seems like uh, a lot of big companies start adapting it. So start makes me feel like, wow, maybe, you know, there are some ways, but I'm, I'm still like, oh, okay. Yeah, still doesn't really know it. Yeah, just. Yeah, definitely. And I haven't invested a lot in, you know, the crypto. I just put in a little bit just to kind of see how it works, but uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, I think, and also too, I think some of the bigger companies, they, they probably feel the same way we do. They're like, we don't completely understand this, but they're maybe trying to get involved just to kind of test it out and see how, how things go. Yeah. But, um, you don't want to be left behind, but the mm -hmm. problem is things happen so quickly that, you know, it's hard to know when you're being left behind. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm still... <laughs> It's still learning so yeah so hopefully one day i will understand what's going on <laughs> yeah cool yeah okay the third news is still on techcrunch.com and the title is called apple maps upgrade brings more detailed maps transit features ar view and more so yesterday we talked about you know apple just announced their biggest event and inside an event, I think before they didn't really, during the event, they didn't announce any new hardwares. You know, I feel like Apple is running out of the phone ideas or, you know, like they've already upgraded everything to the top. So, yeah. So the only thing I think is cool is that um, they use the pho 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 photogrammetry uh, technology, which turn 2D uh, photo into 3D model. I think this is uh, kind of like a really good thing because I am not good at 3D. I'm learning. I'm still learning how to create a donut inside my blender. Yeah, so if if I can use that, I can, I, the only thing I need to do is to buy a donut, right? And I take a photo and the 2D image will become a 3D uh, donut, which is amazing which is great. So yeah, so I think that technology is great. And right now, Apple is also upgrade, um, you know, like their Apple Maps. Because every time when I do the Maps, I usually switch to Google. As Google Apps Maps is usually my default, right? 
I, I usually uh, avoid Apple Maps because I find out that it's not as accurate and as not as good as Google Maps. But right now they change their looks. Uh, if you take a look, yeah, by the way, this, uh, this post uh, is written by Sarah Perez. Yeah, so yeah, so pretty much in iOS 15, Apple Maps will um, you know, upgrade their maps and change the look of it into a 3D mode, like a really clean 3D mode. Because for example, like when I use um, um, uh, Google Map, um, I don't know, because I'm not really good at driving or something, every time when I go to freeway in OC, I always go to the wrong route. And there are so many exits or, you know, like something I just mess up and I need to, you know, go back and turn around and go back to the freeway. So, yeah, I'm really bad at, uh, you know, like driving and figure out which one I have to go. So I think um, when I see this map, they make everything really clean and very nice. So uh, it's a, in a 3D space and there's like a big arrow for you to uh, clearly see where you want to go. So I think this might kind of like a, uh, do better than um, Google because Google is like, you know, like every time when I see that, you know, oh, you need to turn right to exit and I always follow it, but it's always too early or too late. It's, I, I don't know why it's like, <laughs> maybe it's just for me. So maybe I will try uh, Apple Maps so I can be more accurate about <laughs> my driving. Yeah, cool. Any thoughts for the new 3D new looks for um, Apple iOS 15 Maps? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, like we said many, many times before, uh, I love competition. <laughs> Because it it just continuously pushes the, the bounds of you know what, what these companies do, and um, you know and I believe uh, you know, Apple they're looking at the customer, they're listening to the customers like the bigger companies. Some in that you know what what are the, some of the issues you know when you're driving with the maps, and what are the problems that you run into? Accuracy is huge, of course, but does it make sense? Like when I'm navigating, like does it make sense what they're telling me or what I'm seeing? And, uh, you know, the more you can utilize the 3D stuff and kind of make it feel like it's more of the environment that we're used to, uh, the easier to understand, the less stress you have when you're traveling around, especially on a freeway where there's a lot of things happening really quickly. Um, and, and I agree with you. Like, a lot of times, even though you have a map right in front of you, you know, it's telling you to get off the off ramp, but it's like, is that 300 feet in front of me or is it another mile? Like, you sometimes just don't know, like, what exactly. So I noticed over the, the years, uh, and I, I do use Apple Maps when I travel, but um, but I, I did notice that they've changed uh, a bit in, as far as accuracy and just telling you like there's five lanes as opposed to four lanes and you need to be in the second to the last lane and giving you that you know visual cue that that's what you need to do. So they're pretty good. I haven't been terribly disappointed lately with what Apple the Maps has, has done. So yeah, any, you know, additional feature to make it easier to understand the environment um, it's just hugely you know um, useful to me um, and then yeah in regards to the the 3d stuff uh, that they announced um, and that's that's huge too because uh, they is one of the big problems today especially with uh, XR is content it's like there's all these great ideas out there but we just don't have enough content and your average person you know is it's very difficult to create 3D, 
you know, obviously Blender is a great tool because it's free for much, but um, yeah. but just to create a you know a model in 3D is, is very difficult uh, for the average person, of course. So to be able to scan it with your phone and have some of these utilities that'll help us just take a general scan and turn it into a 3D object that we could then use in AR, VR, whatnot, uh, will definitely help the content side of things. And I think that's a huge step towards making it a little more relevant um, these days. So. Uh, I, I love it. I love it when uh, Apple comes out <laughs> with new stuff, especially what's around AR. Um, and they're very lucky as a company because they do have hardware and software. So oh, right. when they're not touting their software breakthroughs, they can tout their hardware and vice versa. So it makes it pretty easy for them. Yeah, and but, yeah, I, I really think that uh, the, the 3D one is amazing. And then it seems like they upgrade. Uh, they're scanning, like scanning in 3D scales through their phone, because yeah. we all know that their camera is kind of like a LiDAR, right? And also yeah. they have like a photogrammetry. And then uh, it seems like Google is going to use um, the AI to fake the ho ho hologram effect, right, on their video mm -hmm. chat. So I am looking forward to see all those, you know, technology become mature. So yeah, I mean, I'm still learning Blender uh, before I learn Maya. And I find out that Blender, you need to be more intuitive and really good at hotkeys. This Maya, yeah. you can always go back, but Blender, there are some, some features that once you, you, you miss it, you will never get it back. So version 2.8, they re-did Blender from the ground up, which made it a lot more intuitive. Um, what I find is difficult about Blender is it does so many different things from, you know, compositing, even, you know, visual, you know, special effects to modeling, of course, texturing, you know, all of these different things. And it's pretty much a, a tool that you could use to do just about everything for, you know, creating content for the most part. Um, but in that, it also has a lot of stuff you have to pay attention to. So, yeah, right, uh, right. Use it quite extensively, but it, it's, um, you know, definitely have to get used to it. Yeah, I, I, before I use Maya, because I asked uh, people in XR um, uh, field, and I asked yeah. him, like, uh, what, what, what software should I learn, like Maya or Blender? He told me that Maya, Maya is industry standard. <laughs> So that's why uh, three years ago, I started learning Maya. And I find out that actually, you know, it, I feel like Blender, I, every time when I use Blender, I feel like I, I feel heart attacked. Every time when I click the wrong thing, because I need to change it and do it again, because some stuff, once you create, you know, a, a, a box or something, right? And there will be some parameters, especially for this space. If you kind of move it or something and that, <laughs> <laughs> that interface will come forever. Yeah, yeah so. it's definitely one of those things where um, I, for one, I'm very happy with the the cost of Blender, which some of those other applications are pretty ridiculous yeah, as far yeah, as subscription yeah. and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, for an open source free software, it's so powerful. But yeah, I mean, you, you definitely, if you use it on a normal basis, you start to get used to the little maybe quirky things here and there. Um, they don't seem as bad over time when you start to kind of get used to that sort of yeah. workflow that you, you'd have to do. But um, but yeah, it's getting better and better. Every release they do, you know, it adds some, just some really additional greatness to it. So I, um, I, yeah, I've been using it for three or four years now and 
the original version, it was very, very difficult to understand for me. But uh, like I said, the 2.8 and above, you know, it's been a lot, lot easier. Mm. So, yeah. Very yeah. Cool. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to everything. And uh, yeah, cool. Yeah, thank you for joining me today, Ellen. And uh, I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye.